Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, January 1st, 2017, and released on Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. This week's message is titled, The Rose Will Bloom Again, and the scripture references are Isaiah chapter 35, verses 1-4, through 4, Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, Romans chapter 14, verse 19, chapter 15, verses 1 through 2, and Isaiah chapter 41, verse 13. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. Our text this morning is Isaiah 35, verses 1 through 4. And it says, The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it, the excellency of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Strengthen ye the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Even God, with a recompense, he will come and save you. The title of our message this morning is The Rose Will Bloom Again. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us. We thank you for the blessings of your word, and the, the comfort and strength that it gives us. Be with us now as we preach your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, in a time of drought, we live in the Shawala Desert here. And in time of drought, when it's dry and it hasn't rained for six, nine months, a year, we've had those times, haven't we? You look out there on that desert, and it's just dead. It's dreary. It looks horrible, barren and bleak. But there seems to be no life in it at all. But then we get us a nice little two-inch rain, maybe just an inch. Sometimes a quarter inch will do it. But you get that little bit of rain, and then that desert blooms in such beauty. It may still stick you. It may still sting you. It may still bite you. But that desert is beautiful with the blooming of the rose. The rose in our text today is a picture of God's church. Sometimes the church seems to be in a time of drought. You know what I'm talking about. These are times a, a church, the attendance is down. Uh, altars not being used by folks. There's not being any souls saved. And, and it seems just like most of the church is backslidden. Well, never doubt or fear, for the rose will bloom again sooner or later. I praise God that Happy Valley Baptist Church is not in a drought. God blessed us this past year so tremendously. We had good attendance, we had souls being saved, and most have a revived heart in our church. We must be diligent, though, that we do not slip into a time of drought. Let us keep our rose blooming for this year also. The church shall blossom. It says the church will blossom abundantly. That means God always blesses abundantly. He gives us much, much more than what we deserve. 
Just an example in Malachi 3.10, the tithing verse. It says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there shall be meat in thine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up you the open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall be not be room enough to receive it. You God is telling us in that verse, dealing with money, of course, that, that if you just give what you're supposed to give to God, he's going to pour back more to you than you would have ever had otherwise. Uh, God will, his well never runs dry. He always has the bunny. He owns the cattle on the thousand hill, folks. So he can do anything he wants for you. If we will stay in God's will, if we stay prayed up, if we stay read up, in God's word, and if we show God we love him by worshiping him faithfully, God's blessings will find. And it says we shall rejoice. Uh, we should be happy as Christians, shouldn't we, folks? Look what we have. We have salvation. Well, why should we rejoice? Well, look what happened. We are saved from hell. On September the 6th, 1963, and I asked Jesus in my heart that day, God snatched me from the pits of hell. And no longer is that a danger in my life. It's never been a concern from that day on. Heaven is our eternal home. Through Jesus, we can always win the battle against Satan. And we should sing and rejoice, folks. We have our time of worship singing these praises. Everybody should join in and sing with a heartfelt love for God. You say, well, Brother Gary, I can't sing. I sound like an old mule or something. Well, just hee-haw right along with us then, okay? <laughs> now, the Bible just tells you to make a joyful noise. And so we want to hear you. That's the time for you to praise and worship God in song. All will know that we love the Lord if you let it. The church will show the glory of the Lord. Through, through our revival that we have. You'll show it through attendance in church, the numbers saved through the year, those baptized, those that join. All of these things glorify the Lord because it gives honor and praise to our Lord and Savior. It's not for our glory, folks. It's for God's glory. And it means we're not dead, we are alive. We're alive and we are revived. We are fulfilling the great commission that God gave each and every one of us to do. You know, the great commission is not just the commission of the church. It's not just the commission of me as your pastor. It is the commission of each and every one of you. We are to be soul winners. We are to go out and reach the world with the gospel. God blessed so much this past year. I'll share a few numbers with you. We had 19 people saved this year. We had 15 people join the church. We had four baptized and still got some waiting. Folks, God's blessings has been upon our church this year. So praise God for that. God is good. My little cap says God is good all the time. God is always good. He loves us. He loves us so much that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, that we worshiped this last month as a little babe in the manger. 
sent Jesus born to die. Jesus was born to die. He come as the sacrificial lamb of God. To be the sacrifice for sins of everybody in the world. We are so unworthy. The Bible tells us that our best we could possibly do is just as filthy rags in the sight of God. But yet, God loves us. Praise God, he's so good. And God is always with us, folks. We are to strengthen our membership. And we do that with each other interacting. Let me read you a couple of scriptures in Romans chapter 14, verse 19. It says, Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, and things wherewith one may edify another. Verse number 15, chapter 15, and verse 1 and 2. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak, and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. Okay, that edification's a big long word, isn't it, folks? But it's a very, very simple thing. Edification is building up one another in various different ways. When a brother falls, we are to restore him to full fellowship in the Lord. We don't kick them while they're down. We help them back up. We are to pray for our brethren. We're to love our brothers. We are to be a rock that our brothers can rely on at any time. A solid rock that we can sh show our love to our brethren. Edification. I'll give you some examples of edification in our church. You walk in the door or out the door, you're probably going to get a hug. Or you're going to get your hand shook. Or you're going to have a smile face look at you. And there's going to be some there to say they love you. That's edification, folks. And you folks are good at it. I praise you for that. We are to help those in need, folks. If our brothers are hungry, we should feed them. If our brethren need clothing, we should clothe them. If our brothers need shelter, we should provide. God wants us to take care of each other. I get questions from time to time uh, as a pastor, people wanting some help. And we will help if we can in various different ways. But anytime anybody's ever asked for help as far as a large sum, I, I ask the question, are you a member of our church? Because I feel like we have a responsibility to take care of each other. And there's no way that I'm going to, like for instance, one lady needed a couple of months rent, $1,200. We don't have that kind of funds. But you know, if it had been a church member that was in need of that, I would have tried to see in some way we could raise money to help that member. Because with is our responsibility to help each other. God will take care of us, though, regardless of what. In chapter 41 of Isaiah, verse number 13 it says, For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. God will hold our hands. He says he'll hold our right hand. Like a mother holds their child's hand. Why do you mothers do that? 
you don't want your child to run out in front of a car and get hit or, or run where they're not supposed to and, and be harmed. No, your purpose in holding your little child's hand is to protect that child. Or like leading the blind. That blind person cannot make it to here to there without somebody helping them at times. God has a better grip than you or I do, folks. He has the hand of strength that hold us and never drop us. Fear not. Complete confidence in God. God's going to drive the boogeyman away. That boogeyman is not going to harm you. I can guarantee it. You can sleep with the lights off at night. He protects us from the wild world we live in. And God will always help us in times of need. Because he loves us. God will come and save us from the world. It tells us in verse number 4. Say to them that are a fearful heart. Be strong. Stand up to Satan with Jesus. With Jesus with us we can. Do not be wishy-washy in your beliefs. You studied God's word. You know what you believe. Be strong in your faith. Do not waver. Never doubt God's word. So many times, and I don't, I don't get in Bible arguments with people. I know what I believe. Because some people look at you and say, well, we're all trying to get to the same place. We just got different roads we're going. No, 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 folks. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And so Jesus is the only way for salvation. And I stand on that belief, and I will not falter from that belief. And you shouldn't either. Love the people of the world unto salvation. We want the people to be saved. We, that's our mission, folks, is to be a witness to the lost and dying world. Live your testimony to those you meet. Let them know that Christ shines through you. That you are his instrument of power. Then it tells us to fear not. Do the work of the church without fear. This class is starting in two weeks. I encourage you, be part of that class. God is with you. He will not forsake you. And God will give you what you need to do. God will give you what you need, comma, to do the work that he's given you to do. That was a mouthful that I got in there wrong. <laughs> Fear not the world and those of the world. Oh, you know, the world, they may ridicule you. They may make fun of you. They may talk evil of you. If you go knocking on somebody's door, they may slam a door in your face. There's lots of things that can happen. They may even threaten you. There's been a lot of guns pulled on ministers through the years. But what's the worst that can happen to you at the hands of the world? What's the worst? If they kill you, if you die standing up for Christ, heaven is your home. You not only got to go home to see Jesus, but you got a reward there too because if somebody killed you, you would receive the extra crown in heaven, the martyr's crown. We need to, as we say out here in the Southwest, we need to cowboy up and do the job of the church. Our God, Big G, 
Our God is bigger than your God, little G. Talking about Satan. With Jesus by our side, Satan is no danger to us. Because we have power over Satan with Jesus. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. The Bible promises that every knee shall bend and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that will happen, unfortunately for many, unfortunately for most. It will be at the great white throne judgment. We will win the war against Satan, folks. One day, Satan will be cast into the lake of fire where he shall be forevermore. Hallelujah. No more Satan. Folks, the church will stand and function till God calls us home. When that last soul was saved, God will call his children home to heaven. Until then, we are to work to win the lost. We are to be faithful. We are to pray. We are to study God's word. Then the church will stand strong doing the will of God just as the rose blooms in the desert when it receives rain. So shall our church bloom again. 2016 was a tremendous year for Happy Valley Baptist Church. But folks, I'm looking forward to 2017. We need to work. We need to continue to do what God wants us to do. We need to teach our classes. We need to talk to people. We need to sing. We need to keep putting on these programs we have, Brother Terry. We need to work till Jesus comes. And I hope you agree with me today. While Brother Terry and Roxanne come, let's stand and we'll have a word of prayer. And then it'll be a time of invitation. If God feels, if you feel God leading you to, to do anything, whether it be to join our church or uh, to accept Christ, if you've never had Christ in your life, whatever the case might be, we would love to have you come at this time. Our Father, we thank you for dying on the cross for our sins. We thank you for your precious word that gives us the knowledge we need to preach the gospel. Be with us now in this time of invitation. If anybody needs to join with us in fellowship or to accept you as our Savior, whatever the case might be, let them come at this time. In your precious name we pray. Amen. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm. BCNM, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. We would also like to invite you to come worship with us if you are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area. We are at 4103 West Texas Street in Carlsbad. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. Thank you and God bless.